Well, hello, Asmuners. How are you guys doing today? So, I know. <laughs> like, what in the world is going on? Hey, um, choose, choose love. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting out like this to, to show you guys what I looked like today when I went to get my nails done. Um, I was sat in the chair and uh, this lady came in with her kid and the child was like, I could hear her like from the corner of, you know, she was on this side and she's like, what's going on with that lady? <laughs> and I heard her mom say, oh, I think she doesn't want to catch germs, you know? And I was like, hell yeah, I don't want to catch germs. You're over here coughing up a storm. That mess ain't cute. Whew. Nope. Nobody's trying to get whatever it is you have. I don't want it. The thing about these masks, they just mess up your makeup. You cannot look cute. You can't stay looking cute. But anyway, why did I start with that? Did you see the news today? They said... President Biden tests positive for COVID again. And I'm like, this COVID, can you respect yourself? Can you respect presidents of countries? Like, what in the world is wrong with you? He already said he's fine and he can get back to work and all this nonsense. And here you are again, giving that guy a negative... Um, result that's not cute we don't want that okay so anyway what am i talking about today i don't know i just thought i haven't been on here in a while let me let me put this on so i can hear what's going on because i can't even hear myself i don't know what i sound like <sighs> i hope i wasn't taping nonsense let me give my ears some room. No, don't get upset with me. I'm just trying to set stuff up so that I don't look cray cray. Okay, I think I can hear myself clear. Wasn't sure. You never know these things. Last time I had a live, um, live recording, and I was like. We can't hear you, we can't hear you. Thing is, I have a bunch of, of mics. The laptop has a mic. I have lap mics all over the place. And um, I just didn't have the right one on. Anyway, happy Saturday. How are you guys doing? Yo, it's been tough, you know. Today I got up really early. I went to get my nails done at Kendall Nails uh, in Denver. If you're in Denver, check them out. I told you what happened while I was there wearing my mask and stuff like that. And then I came home and I had to do an unboxing video for my YouTube channel. Actually, I did two unboxing videos. And then I did, um, I went on my live on Facebook for a hot second. I, not sure how to work that thing. Couldn't see comments. 
you know but i want to do a lot more lives on facebook um put stuff out there to see what's going on and i was like i haven't i haven't hit you guys up on the party man my party group my party group um elon musk um was it elon who asked that or was it youtube <laughs> They're like, if you do, I think it was Elon who asked, if you do videos for your podcast, are they called vodcasts or something like that? I thought that was funny. I think they would be called vodcasts, right? So, so I'm doing a vodcast today. I was like, I haven't done this in a while. So I said, let me hit you guys up and see how you guys are doing my smoothers and I'm still trying to figure out how this camera works because I'm I hit this side but I'm actually on this side of my face on this side it's weird so wanted to catch up with you guys and find out um what are you guys watching these days uh summertime I'm watching I'm watching, of course, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm watching Survivor, also Chat the Challenge is on CBS. And it's crazy because they're like, uh, no, did I say Survivor? <laughs> I meant Big Brother, Big Brother and the Challenge. And Big Brother is hitting it at all the times the Real Housewives are showing. So Real Housewives of, of Beverly Hills, there's, there's Big Brother. Real Housewives of Atlanta, there's Big Brother. So they're hitting it all the time. And I'm, of course, I'm watching The Jeopardy. And um, I love game shows. Do you guys love game shows? I love game shows. But anyway, let's get into... Let's talk about some things, some thang things today. I want to talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And... Since I'm doing this on video, I want to see if I, I'm going to be able to, you guys, okay, before we get into that, can I talk about how tough it is? Like, I've been wanting to podcast and vlog and, you know, YouTube for a very long time. I've been talking about it with anybody. Like, I have a friend, we, we do a podcast together, but I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Like, I was like... I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Putting it off. And then finally, I started doing this in 2020 because I'd been trying to get into another contract. It was tough, pandemic, there wasn't any really anything going on. I had a contract gig that was on and off, on and off or whatever. So then I said, well, what better time to start this than now? So I started off with, youtube and then i got into my podcast when i discovered anchor which is fantastic and then i was doing the podcasting hot 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 and then of course i was doing youtube i started with my camera but you guys i'm saying this because it is it, look any podcaster any youtuber whatever a facebook or whatever you want to call them any influencer who has hit a thousand or more followers or a thousand or more subscribers has more than 40 videos 
kudos to you because this mess is no joke. Listen, I've got to be the one behind, you know, in front of the camera, behind the camera. <laughs> I've got to be my audio guy, my 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 video guy, my sound guy, my key grip, my whatever you want to call it. I got to do all that, and then when I'm done doing all the recording, then I have to edit it, then put it out there. Y'all, this is a lot of work. It really is. So anyone who has had the who has who has taken the time and has put it put it out there and has as much followers listen it's not easy it's really really tough and as i i love doing this i enjoy talking about stuff i love sharing you know bits of my life with you guys but when i tell you it is so hard. It is so hard to put the stuff out there. So kudos to the people who do it two times, three times a week. I'm like, you guys are good. So the thought of, you know how early I had to wake up this morning, run up to get my nails done? I like them. They're cute. Get my nails done, come back, do my unboxing video. This is So now I've done the video. Now I have to go edit it and put it out there anyway enough of my soapbox let's get into some of the stuff i want to talk about today so you guys uh, are you watching real housewives of beverly hills we're gonna start with real housewives of beverly hills before we get into big brother big brother is like some serious talk but let's do real housewives of beverly hills first so last week's episode or yeah, last week's episode on Wednesday. I'm going to tell you. So. Last week's episode, if I can remember, and I'm going to check online to see if I have clips so I can throw them in here so you can see. Um, Diane, the new chick, the one who people are saying is like a madam or whatever is into human trafficking or whatever nonsense they're saying. Um, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, her book was about her clients or what I, you know, I don't know the full story. I haven't even had the interest in looking into it or trying to figure out what that whole thing was about, but. Diane, the one from Bosnia, Herzegovina. Um, she had a Christmas party. And her Christmas party, she had, um, you know, obviously the huge. She had uh, Kyle, Erica, Rena, yes, Rena, um, and Kyle's sister, Kathy Hilton. So this is her first time on the show this season. This is where they she, she shows up. There's supposedly some serious beef that's gonna be going on between her and Lisa and Erica in the in the upcoming episodes. But anyway, she had a Christmas party and her, her young boyfriend, I don't know how much older she is. I think he, he's about almost the same age as one of her kids. I don't know, don't quote me on that. Asher, he sings. When I tell you his voice is beautiful. So it's Christmas party. She had all the girls over. 
except Sutton. I think Sutton had COVID or something, or that's the excuse she gave us. <laughs> so she doesn't show up at the party, but um, she wasn't able to attend. And uh, Erica was there and she sat across, she was sitting next to Rena and she was, they started off by showing her apologizing to Kathy for not showing up um, to Paris's wedding or something like that. I don't know. She was doing a lot, but, but at this time she was liquored up. She was, she was, she was lit. Okay. So I don't know if you're watching it, the, the episode before that one, she had gotten it into it. She had gotten into it with Garcelle. Um, Garcelle had a birthday party, invited all the girls. Erica showed up there. Erica has been mixing her alcohol with her meds. Um, her psychiatrist or psychologist or whoever it was um, prescribed her some meds and she's been drinking it with alcohol and it either makes her really, really sleepy or really, really talkative. You know, it's one or the other. And so she was at Kyle's birthday party and Kyle has three sons, a, a set of twins and an older one, Oliver, who's like years older than the twins. And Oliver is cute. When I tell you he's cute, he's cute. And um, so he was over at the party and Erica had was, was lit and she was flirting with him, you know, made some inappropriate uh, comments to him, whatever, but they're adults. She was drunk. Now, the one that got me was, I think it was Jax. One of the twins came over to pick up the flower arrangements or something. And then Erica was like, what are you doing over here? Get the fuck away from here or something like that, she said to him. And he went and he told his mom that, oh, look what Erica said to me. And and um, Garcelle was upset, obviously. Who wouldn't be? And was like, this is what you said to Jackson. She was like, what? What did I say? She was gone. So anyway, so that was Garcelle's party. And then she showed up at Diane's party. And she was she was throwing it back. Um, she was lit. She had to be hanging on Rena to be able to leave. So the episode last week, she talks about how she um, got home. She hit her head somewhere or whatever she she pretty much hurt herself because she was she was that lit and um rena came to visit her and and you know tore her new one told her you you i understand what's going on with you you're going through a lot you're trying to you know let everything out but you need to be careful because you know you're becoming a train wreck so she had a real heart to heart with Erica and Erica said, look, you're not telling me anything. I don't know. I know. And I agree with you. Like this mess is getting out of hand, you know, I'm paraphrasing. So anyway, here comes Twitter because let me tell okay. So, you know, what? before I get into it, let me tell you about Twitter. <laughs> let me tell you about Twitter. Facebook is cool. Like Facebook is you have your friends, they have your other friend, and you get to see what they post. And then maybe sometimes Facebook says, suggests a mess to you, but it's not, it's not, it, the, they're suggesting more ads and things like that, things for you to buy, but it's not intrusive. It's not, you know, you must see what I'm talking about. You don't have to see it, you know, right? Facebook, Twitter, you see it. 
you will see if if there is something that if you maybe liked something somebody said you know hearted something somebody said or or retweeted something now they start suggesting topics for you you know topics 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 and the topics are so you get you don't have to be following somebody somebody doesn't have to follow you for you to see what people are saying right I like that about Twitter, even though, listen, yeah, call it cloud chasing. I need for you guys to follow me on Twitter because Twitter is live. <laughs> Twitter is live. No, live. <laughs> See, I told you this camera is crazy. Follow me on Twitter. But the Twitter birds, uh, the Twitter birds are cuckoo for cuckoo pop. So let me tell you. So we're watching the show and Garcelle retweets what somebody said. This person, Echo, says, when Garcelle said the same exact thing last week, they all acted like she was crazy. Rena tells Erica it's too much, and suddenly there's a breakthrough. I'm tired. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Hashtag Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And here comes Garcelle retweeting it, or quote retweeting it. She goes, me too, girl. So here, let me tell you. You know, I told you, like, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, they're like now, like neck and neck for me. I will always have Atlanta. I love Atlanta. It's not going away. So I watch Atlanta. Okay. Oh, now they have the new one, the Dubai Girls. I don't know. I'm watching them. I'm watching. I'm watching. But let's, let's, let's talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Let's stay there. So when Garcelle got added to the crew, I was watching her. I was happy because I was like, okay, fine. Because I'm like, it's Beverly Hills. You can't tell me there aren't black women there. You know, it's it's California, movie central. There are a lot of black actresses who live in California. Come on, we can get a, a black um, housewives on Beverly Hills. So when they added Garcelle, I was like, oh my God, this is cool. Because I haven't seen her in a while since um, the Jamie Foxx show, right? I haven't seen her in anything else. But I always thought she's a beautiful woman. I was happy about the addition. But she came on as Rena's friend, I think, or whatever, obviously, and then became a housewife. But she would jab and retreat, you know, retreat, jab and retreat, jab and retract, jab and retract. I'm like, wait, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> we, we, we can't do that. You gotta, you gotta say what you mean, mean what you say, stick to it. And she would do these inappropriate things. Like the first time she sat with Sutton and she asked Sutton, someone you weren't friends with at the time, well, where do you get all your money from? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if that's what you ask. First time you're meeting someone. So she used to do these inappropriate things. And I was like, I'm happy that there's a, a, a black lady on Real House of Beverly Hills, but I'm not sure how I feel about this. And then the worst part of it was, she was, you know, um, Denise Richards' guardian angel. Like, what she was doing for Sutton now, she was doing it for Denise. And I was like, I find it kind of irritating that you go to bat for Denise. Denise doesn't think about you. I didn't see it. I didn't see Denise as that good a friend to uh, Garcelle as she was to Denise. And Denise was more interested in keeping her friendship with with Lisa Rinna. And Lisa was like, listen, own it, own it. 
just own it. At uh, Denise, like whatever Denise did with that other chick, that's quite annoying to me. I can't stand her. Okay, so so this is what I, I noticed about Garcelle. So here she comes this season, and now she's like, then you know, and then she started back. In the, then then I think was it how many seasons has she been on? Is this her third time or second time? I don't know. But now she's now she's the pot the pot stare. Now she's staring mess up. Now she's you know, it's like last season when she came in after she went on the walk with Crystal and Erica, and then she came in and she was like talking about what Erica had told her. Um, when Erica went off on her, I was like, well, Erica, calm down. That's an innocent mistake. I mean, she did ask if it was okay for her to share, you know, but. It was an in to me. I thought it was an innocent mistake, but but now I feel as if maybe it wasn't because she is the queen of staring up. Now I don't know. She's neck to neck with Kyle Richards right now in the show. So anyway, I know it looks weird because the camera is up here, but I keep looking at my face over here. I wish I could raise this up some more, but you know. Anyway, so now let's get into what this girl said. So this girl said this, and then Garcelle responds, "Me too, girl." So I said, is, is Garcelle for real? Every time they show her in the confessional, right? It's just her and the producer asked, throwing questions at her. And then she was responding. She has not had one good thing to say about Erica. And this season started with her and Erica out together at the gym, working out. Every time they show, they, they pan to Erica, she's always excited to see Garcelle. She's always excited to sit down and have a conversation with her. Now, obviously, she's not cool with Sutton because Sutton came at her was at her neck last season. Like Sutton would not quit, and so Erica was like, you know, I'm not fooling with this girl, you know. But she wants to be. She's she likes um, Garcelle, and and it looks like she respects her. I said, you know what? The, here's the difference. The difference is that Rena actually cares for Erica, but you don't. It is sad because Erica appears to really like and respect you, but you haven't had kind things to say about her. If what you're saying is not coming from a place of genuine concern and love, the message is lost. I don't care who it is you're talking to, okay? She's sitting out there, and, and you know, I'm jumping all over the place, so let, let's take it back. So, so she said these things to Oliver, her oldest son, and Jax, the twin, who is, I think, 14. Erica did and Garcelle was upset she had the conversation with Sheree and they were supposed to be meeting up at Sutton's house for some kind of dinner or whatever it was they were having a pick a lunch date or whatever all the girls and um, Garcelle felt that was the time she was going to address this with Erica Erica was shown going for a walk with with Crystal I think I think it was Crystal yeah and she was like, Jax is 16. And they were like, no, actually, he's 14. She's like, oops. She's like, well, I really do owe her an apology. And she figured, you know, since they're all going to that dinner, she's going to talk to Garcelle. And she, you could see she was pins and needles. She wasn't sure how she was going to broach the topic. So they're over at Sutton's house. And um, Garcelle says to Erica, you know, I want to talk to you about 
you know, what happened at my birthday party or whatever. And, and Erica went right in. She was like, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. You know, and I want you to understand it didn't come from a bad place. I, I apologize. You're a great mother. You know, whatever. You've raised those kids really well. Listen, you know, I was wrong. It was a very sincere apology came from the heart and Garcelle received it. And then she decided to say, you know, go in on the drinking, like, you know, Mexico, my birthday party, even here, you're, you're throwing back, you know, before she could say anything, Kyle jumped in. Well, I'm not going to talk about Kyle because this is not about Kyle right now. The way I feel about Kyle, since the first season I saw her, the way she treated her sister, I was like, I don't, I, I can't mess with this girl. And subsequent episodes and seasons after that, how she has treated people who are supposedly her family and things like that. I, I just, something about Kyle doesn't sit well with me. So let's not talk about Kyle. Um, Garcelle wanted to go in there and, and kind of tell Erica about her drinking and stuff like that. Now, this same Garcelle has had several different conversations with different people saying, you know, this is getting out of hand. You know, Erica needs to rein it in, you know, in other words or whatever, that she's doing too much. But she hasn't had the conversation with Erica. And now in the group, she wanted to bring it up. So Kyle jumped in and was like, well, the thing is, we've never seen Erica like this. She's just letting her hair down. Give it a rest. To me, I don't even think what Kyle says makes sense. But we're going to discuss Kyle on a different, you know, at a different time. Garcelle, to me, is not the right carrier, you know, for that for the, the, the for that message. Garcelle is not the one. Garcelle, as much as Erica has tried to be a friend or hang out with you or make good with you and things like that, you don't like her. You don't like her, and it's evident in the things that you say. The 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 way you t you characterized her on your show that just got canceled, the one where you joined with the girls, is it, what is it, the talk or whatever it is. The way you characterized her and you clowned on her with the other people on the panel, it is evident in the way that you say things in the confessional. You do not like Erica, and then you don't even believe when she says, "Look, I have no idea of what's going on." You know, I'm just as much of a victim as the people who have been victimized by my husband. You don't believe it. In the confessionals, you're at her. You say all these mean things about her. So why would your message be received? And the thing is, it's not even about Erica because Erica is so open and appreciative of having that camaraderie with, with uh, uh, Garcelle. She's not even calling her out as in, uh -uh, you, you're not in the place to talk. But we, the viewers, I watch it and I see, no, 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 Garcelle, you don't like Erica. So that's why Twitter is saying the people who, who think mm -mm, you're like the sh your shady boots when it comes to Erica are saying you're not in a position to, to d deliver the message or the intervention to Erica because you don't like her. Lissarina likes Erica. Lissarina hangs out with Erica. They've been two peas in a pod <laughs> since they 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 joined um, the show. 
they enjoy each other's company you can tell that they have a real relationship a sort of relationship that lisa thought she had with garcelle but garcelle took uh what's her name's place uh, side denise's side so that is a, a friendship that has fractured so you know they came for me and i keep telling people don't come for me unless i send for you there are people people out there they're not having it on uh on the very twitter so many people have something to say uh, the you know erica doesn't care or respect anyone she cares about no one but herself you know <laughs> why did it take ourselves to bring up the subject you know it's like oh, everybody's saying a whole bunch of stuff these reality tv shows i'm not gonna go in about editing or production or things like that because we know that there's there's a certain amount of producing that goes on you know there's a certain amount of editing that goes on when someone sits down and watches back like when i finish with this right now i'm gonna go back and trim it where i think i need to trim take things out of that will happen reality tv show or or scripted that happens so i'm not gonna go into that i'm gonna i'm just gonna stick to what we see and everybody is so upset with Erica over something that I just don't see how she would have been involved in. You know, her husband is a lawyer. When it comes to the law or even medicine, there's such a thing called the law, client, uh, 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 attorney-client privilege. In medicine, there are HIPAA laws where you're, you cannot release people's medical, medical uh, um, situations and things like that. So even if unless it's a two doctors who work in the same hospital and even then there's a limit right it's not your client why are you discussing it with this other doctor unless unless the client said hey you know i need an opinion and you're you're talking to somebody who's specializing in this and that person just so happens to be your wife okay in law client you can't talk to anybody else about it so we've watched the episodes we've seen um tom girardi in the episode and the way he talks to to erica i honestly believe erica was coercively controlled by this guy throughout her marriage i do so you're coming at erica and you're saying that she did something and i'm like how she doesn't she's not an attorney she doesn't work in a law firm nobody I mean, literally, you don't hear anybody saying this, Tom Girardi, blah, blah. Why? Because he has dementia and he's in a home. Okay, so what about his partners? Those partners think they can escape what their law firm did or one of the principals in their law firm did because now they're suing him for money or whatever. I'm sorry, it's your law firm. You guys are totally responsible for whatever is happening. But you want to shift it on to Erica because she was his wife right and in california that's community property state it's 50 50 it's half way down the line regardless of if you weren't working and he was the one working that's how they do this things in california so if the man is has dementia and he's at a home somewhere who are they going to go after they're going to go after the wife because it's a 50 50 situation and i think that's why everybody was saying that oh no 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 this is just a way to 
escape having to pay. That's why she's divorcing him. But in the situation right now, with all the lawsuits against him, she's probably <laughs> she's probably better off staying married to him because she's the one who's making more money. If these clients are coming after her for that money, she divorces him. She has to pay him, right? And also pay the people who are coming after him for the money that is owed because we're talking community property state. I don't know why people are upset or angry at her when she has nothing to do with anything. First of all, you guys don't forget Tom Girardi is the Aaron Brockovich guy. He's been in the law for God knows how long he has made multi-million dollar settlements. So uh, he has money. He has money. Now, of course, as he got older, maybe he got into all these fraudulent Ponzi schemes or things like that. I don't know, right? Maybe he did. And I saw that documentary where he is a PG and E or something like that. He got a settlement for this guy and he went to the guy and said, okay, you have the settlement, but hey, I can make you guys more money. And the guy was like, okay, who does that? Like, I feel like, We've settled this thing. Bring the money. I have medical bills. I don't. You're not even a financial guy. So what are you really going to do? All you're supposed to do is disperse the monies that we've just gotten at settlement. You don't know anything about finances. If I want to grow the money, I'll go meet a financial guy to do it. That's what you should have said to the guy. Instead, you're like, yeah, keep the money. Grow it. Send me money every week. And he's, he, he's in a Ponzi scheme. That money's gone. What I don't understand is why so much hate for Erica, who's just a wife who's enjoying the largesse from her husband, sitting down, looking pretty, buying all the shoes I want. She's married to a rich man. How is she to know that this rich man she's married to, this wealthy man she's married to, is stealing their client's money? It's so obvious that the guy doesn't even talk to her. You see the watch the episode, the way he talks to her, the way he dismisses her. So I just think the same reasons people watch these shows, like Beverly, you know, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, where there's so much affluence and people are wealthy, money's coming out of their ears, is the same reason they hate the characters in the show. Like you like to watch it because you want to see the money, but you hate them because they're rich. So you you can't wait for them to fail, fall, whatever you want to call it. And now it's like, to you, it's like you're watching. Listen, when Erica came on the show, honey, she was like, she's, she's a, she, what is she, she's made of, of, uh, uh, <laughs> what did she say? This, that, and cash or whatever. Her taglines were, People say I'm cold, but it's not, it's not, what is it? It's not the weather, it's diamonds or something. It's not ice, it's diamonds or what? I can't remember how she said it. All her taglines were, prior to this one, were all about how she's made of money. And so people are like, okay, so where's that money now? Now she, you know, when she came on the show, she was like, oh, y'all come on my, my private jet. When she got the... Broadway thing. She flew the ladies in her private jet to come and watch her. She was wearing those Cartier Panther rings that let's not even discuss how much those rings are. Because <laughs> I know Cartier. They're not cheap. Her husband was buying her expensive 
you know, artwork. You know, when she saw the art, I remember when he surprised her with that birthday party, that, that birthday portrait or whatever, whoever it was, it Matisse or I don't know who he was. She was like, this one is actually for you. <laughs> I was like, what's her business with that? Give me my pant, my uh, Cartier or whatever. That's what she was interested in. But Twitter needs to calm down. Okay. I'm, it, it, it's like so shocking to me how many people are like, oh, Jen Shah, Jen Shah, who's from Real House of Salt Lake City, who was actually involved. You know what I mean? She was actually involved in fraudulent activity, defrauding older people, you know, the, the whole scheme that, you know, money laundering, all these things that she did, okay? She was actually the principal in the, in the, in the whole scheme, okay? She had been investigated by the federal government for years. They'd been investigating her. They didn't just wake up one morning and say, let's, let's bring this woman in. They had been investigating her. The federal government, they don't come after you until they have all their ducks in a row. And, and, and once they have everything, it's a wrap. Okay? So we were watching this thing. Last season, this woman sat in front of my screen and she was saying, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Mary Cosby says, I hope to God you're guilty. <laughs> I mean, innocent. She said she's innocent. I was watching that thing saying, girl, you cannot be serious. You do understand this is the federal government. And while she was telling us she was innocent, her guy, Stuart, or whatever his name was, at first was not saying anything. The next thing you know, Right, right while we were watching that, we heard that he had accepted a plea. He was pleading guilty, you know. But she was throughout last season, she was saying she was innocent. You know, all of us were upset that they showed up at her house, guns drawn, you know, at her kids. I mean, that was, that was just really uncalled for. You know, doing all that, we were like, what is going on? Fast forward to now, she's taking a plea deal which will still probably have her in jail for a good number of years. No. Like, Twitter is like this. Oh, the Jen Shaw is more like, why is she more likable? Did she not, look, Salt Lake City where it's cold. Was she not wearing those expensive shoes, open toe? Was, was, was from head to toe, was her life not about designer fashion? Did she not show us her 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 uh, uh, closet and things like that? Knowing that all that money, all that everything, the money she used to purchase, was she not showing us all her assistance? <laughs> it was like I remember watching it. If you listen to some of the the episodes from way back when I when I talked about them, and I was like, can someone please tell me what this woman does for a living? To have all those assistants. Like, help me make it make sense. It wasn't making sense to me. She had all these assistants. For what? And now we know that what she does for a living is not legit. But you don't like Erica. I don't understand. Listen, I think everybody has a, has a choice to, to you know or has the right to decide to like who they want to like. 
but the amount of venom it's like I, I keep trying to understand where is this venom coming from Erica Jane to me was very is very entertaining she came on the show she showed us her life she let us know she was married to this guy who was like at least 20 something years or 30 something years older than her she makes music her music is more catered to the to you know the gay life and her music is beautiful she showed us her ha she she opened us up into her life i think she was introduced to us by um what is her name hadid uh the mother of those those i forget her name she was the one who introduced us while she was going through her lyme disease a thing her name will come to me and that's how we met Erica from the minute we met her she was just those this she's legendary honestly she's a scene stealer she's she said I'll show you how to to you know to have reality TV show it's the same thing Lisa Rinna does <laughs> she's she's somewhat interesting I mean somehow she has managed to stay on the show without giving us too 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 much about her life kind of the same thing kyle does kyle kyle um stares the pot you don't know do you remember when they were talking about mauricio um cheating or something like that she shut that mess down quickly she shut it down reality show and erica is showing us what life with a very wealthy attorney who is several years older than you could look like we've seen it is there anything wrong with marrying a man who's much older than you i don't think so but this particular relationship it looks like she was very very much controlled by this guy uh, a lot of the things that she said pointed that out so that's the Twitter world on um, Erica. <laughs> I was like, listen, I can go down the line and read all the mess, the, the things, you know, someone says, and they get down and dirty. They get rude. These people don't know that I'm not their mate. Who are you talking to? And I wanted to respond saying I said what I said, but I was like, why? I already said it. They can see what <laughs> I said. I'm not going to waste my time entertain people who don't know how to behave themselves on uh, social media. I'm just not. I've said what I've said. Even Garcelle herself will know that she doesn't particularly like, there will be sense in what I've said. She will understand that. It's the same way last season, um, Denise was upset when she had the girls around, was it last season or the season before that? She had the girls around at her house and they were all talking about sex at the table. She was upset and she was like, my daughters are up. But Denise, you started the conversation. Like I put it on Twitter. I was like, I don't even understand why you're upset. Every scene we've seen you, if you don't start off by talking about Aaron's package or, or this or that or this or that, your name is not Denise Richards, you know? And she's saying her kids are on the other table. And, and my comment was like, so you think your kids haven't watched the stuff that you've done and and it's not because they go seeking it out their friends will bring it and be like is this your mom you know is this your dad 
their friends will do that. Like, you're sitting up here telling us that, oh, no, that you wouldn't allow you. Your children have watched it and they're very much in the know about sexual things. I just don't see how they're not because you are always talking about sex. Today, what's happening? Her child is on OnlyFans. <laughs> it got so bad because everyone was talking about it. And she joined OnlyFans herself. Get out of here with that mess. The point I'm trying to make is that Garcelle knows that she does not like Erica. She hasn't hidden it. Every time she's in the confessionals, she doesn't, there's not one time she says something that is kind about um, Erica. Not once. So that's why the people who watch both of them will say, nah, Garcelle, you're not the one to deliver the news. That's why I said it anyway. You're not the right person to deliver this news. Anyway, so let's move on to Big Brother 24. Hmm. So, okay, wow, this just showed up. I'm going to have to read it off air <laughs> right now. Let's get into BB24. BB24 introduced us to 16 house guests. Oh, my God, I wrote their names down somewhere. But they had, and you know what, I need to, to do the, you know, nemesis of each of them or to me i think the way they did the casting or will put this person against this, like they had someone who was like the, the polar opposite of this other one you you could you could see the pairing anyway so this beautiful um beauty queen taylor i don't know what her surname is she's gorgeous like chocolate she's just a vision she came on the show and immediately as <laughs> immediately when they were doing their introductions I remember there was this one black guy there Monty I don't know if he relates to his blackness or if he's if he feels he's more uh, I don't did he say he's Puerto Rican or Mexican? I, I don't know what he said the other side of him is but He's a black guy. She saw him and she was. She thought to herself, oh my God, he's cute. So when the show started, there was, a, there was another girl there, Paloma, who was, the day I watched the live feeds, I was like, there's something wrong with this girl. I think all isn't right with her. She was talking a mile a minute and every season of this big brother every time girls try to form an all-girls alliance like before the next episode the mess falls apart so anyway she started off taylor beautiful black beauty queen um in a bikini hanging out with the boys shooting pool and here's this paloma sitting across watching her like and you could just see the disdain and anger and i don't like this girl just brewing in the girl's face and then one time a bunch of the girls were in a room together taylor wasn't there she was like that taylor all she does is hang out with the boys she doesn't hang out with us blah 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 let's form an all girls group here they wanted to form an all girls group 
How do you form an all girls group and you exclude one of the girls? <laughs> like, make that make sense. And not only do you exclude the girl, you also want to get her out. She's your first target to get out. Like, I just don't understand how that could have made any sense. How are you calling yourself an all girls group? But wait, wait, wait. Stay with me. Listen. When I watched it, now, the whole this is another Twitter going crazy, not respecting themselves. It was very obvious that these people were targeting Taylor. I mean, to the point of bullying her. Like, it, was, it wasn't, there's a difference between, okay, we're going to get this person out and just regular gameplay, you know, keeping things from them. But they were outright being nasty to this girl vile lies and just being completely mean however and i don't know if i should use however in this situation taylor came in and from my perspective what i saw she felt more comfortable hanging with the boys and you're well within your rights to feel that way i can't knock anybody for choosing where they feel more comfortable but you have to remember, you're hanging around with a bunch of girls. And I don't care what you say. This is something that's innate in a lot of women. If you're sit, if those girls you're hanging out with see you hanging out with guys that they may like or may be interested in, you're public enemy number one. So now here's where she made a mistake. She walked into the room. The girls were sitting down there talking. They, had her, they were gossiping about her before she walked in. So she walks in, and I guess Paloma thought, let me try this girl out. And I was like, so, you know, you, you know, we see you hang out with the boys a lot. Like, what kind of stuff are they saying? What are they talking about? And she played it off like they're not saying anything. Now, I don't know. I don't think I've been, like, into the live feeds at that time. I'm not sure if there were any conversations between her and the boys. But she played it off like they're not saying anything. She doesn't have a good read or whatever. And of course they didn't believe her because why? They already don't like her. So I don't even know why they asked her in the first place. But it didn't matter what she said. They weren't going to buy it. So here's what she did. She, she walks out of the room. And there's Monty, the guy that in the beginning she had, she had made clear that she had like some kind of crush on. He's asking her like what are the girls saying? And she said it. She told him, you know, they kind of feel like you guys are going to come after them, this, that, and the other, blah, blah. Okay, wait. So when I walked out, I was like, you were in the room with the girls. They asked what the guys were saying, and you wouldn't give up any information. I'm not saying that she had information to give her, but she played it like, I don't know. But here is this Monty who's asking you questions about the girls. And you're straight up, tell straight up telling him, what happened? You could have played it like, nah, they're not really saying anything or whatever or nothing that I'm privy to because you really aren't. So she told him this and he took that mess and ran with it. Turned that mess upside down and then went straight to the, to the you know, main one who was running around the pitchfork to burn this girl at the stake. Paloma, the crazy cuckoo one. And all, all, all hell broke loose. And that was it. They all 
wanted to get her out and since that moment it's been one unpleasant it's it's been unpleasantness upon unpleasantness upon unpleasantness for this girl in the thing anyway the first time i saw that paloma i was like something's wrong with her i tweeted okay this girl's not having she's off cbs might want to call her out and next thing you know she was out of the show i don't know they took her out then um you know this expect the unexpected you know so many different twists or whatever but they put Taylor on the block they've tried to get her out over and over again and then finally Turner's HOH I guess he's the youngest in the group he was like he's seeing what they're doing to this girl and it's wrong so here's my take on that now they formed a group they formed an alliance called the leftovers reality tv show is interesting now this is a competition and i don't know i don't know if it's exactly the same producing that goes on on regular reality shows i hope not but i feel because all of a sudden aside from daniel and nicole right who just came at this girl hard The guys have immediately realized this this agenda against Taylor isn't real. And I feel as if I feel as if, you know, Twitter has a role to play in that. I think people have been on Twitter talking about what's going on with Taylor isn't fair, this, 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 this. And I feel like maybe the producers may have because these guys get called into the diary room and they have conversations with them. I feel as if I could be wrong, but I feel as if they talked with these um, guys and they were like, America is not happy about what's going on in the house. The ostracizing of Taylor is not cute. I need you guys to figure out how you're going to turn it around. And I think that's what happened. And I could be wrong. I really could be wrong. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope these guys noticed to found out you know, recognize this for themselves and decided to make things better. But I feel as if that's really what happened. But I could be wrong. So anyway, she is now part of the leftovers. And I, I she's the one who came up with the name. And leftovers is uh Taylor Kyle Monty. <laughs> I was like, what? Daniel, Joseph, Michael. Michael is my fave. Michael is my favorite. Now, I really hope he wins it all. And Brittany. And this Brittany. <laughs> uh, I, I just need to watch her some more because she was not, I wasn't feeling her. And she was the one who, she. I remember her going and having a chat to Paloma and saying, you know, I like you. We should form an alliance together. This, that, I don't know. I was like, why are you talking? <laughs> like, I don't even understand why this is something you're doing. Well, yeah, so they are now the leftovers and they have the majority in the house. And so far, they orchestrated a really great blind side. I mean, that's going to go down in the history books. I like Big Brother and I watch it a lot. I don't know that I'm very much invested in a lot of the characters. Last season, they had the cookout and that was that was epic. 
but outside of and I don't even think I know their names I can't even remember the name of the guy who won but as a group it was fantastic the only person I remember is and her name is Janelle because I absolutely love Janelle Kesar and um, oh, what is his name he never he would never smile I think he was, was he in, in the Marines or Air Force or something very good-looking guy there have been two of them who are cute one of them I can't remember his name but he he does he's on TV right now and this other one who just he was excellent I can't remember his name but outside of them I don't know if I oh and Dr. Will of course I remember Dr. Will but I don't really really remember any of them per se um, my favorite CBS show is Amazing Race I don't remember a lot of their names because I'm like well why haven't you guys picked up I've actually auditioned for that show is it it's not auditioning what is it you send in a video you know and, and say pick me <laughs> and uh, I don't even think they ever got my videos I auditioned with several different partners I think I'm gonna not audition sent in a video but I think I'm gonna do another application very soon for amazing race that's one show I want to go on but yeah that is the long and short of what is going on in tv reality land that i love so much what shows do you guys watch um and um you know what kind of characters do you like i've done i've done a lot of netflix as well the gray man just came out on netflix i thought it was excellent i loved it it was a lot of fun but yeah that's what today has been a busy day and I just thought I'll throw that out throw out this have this little conversation let you guys know what I've been up to drinking some wine I'm a little lit myself <laughs> I'm following Erica's Erica's uh whatchamacallit this cup song is kind of it's more on the Merlot side. I like Barolo and Cabernet Sauvignon. This one, this one is a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a, it's not a very expensive wine. It is a, it's called Dark Apothic. I think that's what it is. It's quite sweet. Um, but the one I had before this was a Barolo Enzo big yoletti or whatever i can't remember what it was that one is so good it is really good but anyway um yeah that's all i have for you today i know it's it's long i'm going to see if i can edit this throwing clips so that you guys can see um this mess is a lot of work, but I love it. <laughs> it's fun. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah. But anyway, thank you so much uh, for listening and joining me, my smooners. And um, 
I told you guys, I'm going to do more lives. I'm going to do, there's a financial class I want to, I don't want to say teach, but I want to talk about finances and marriage and things like that. Um, but I will be doing that live on Facebook, still in the plans and the works or whatever. I may talk about it here on Anchor, but I'm, why am I saying this? If you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel and if you are not following me on Being Mrs. S on Facebook, follow me on Facebook. Follow me on it. I think I am on Instagram. Yes, follow me on Instagram. If you go to my Facebook page, you'll see all those links there. And definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel because I put up a lot of videos on YouTube that are quite interesting. Yeah, I am getting a little buzzed. <laughs> anyway, cheers. And I'll circle back. Thanks for joining. Smooters, I love you.